the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Yes, it is. It is the Nick D Podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I am your host, Nick DiGilio. How are you doing? It is a Tuesday. It is episode number 53 of the Nick D Podcast. We thank you for listening and subscribing and supporting. Um, We're having a great time doing the podcast and uh, lots of great stuff coming up on this episode and many episodes to come and a special uh, live edition of the Nick D podcast will be recorded at the flashback uh, horror convention. I'll tell you all about that in a couple of seconds, but we want you to be a part of this podcast. Uh, and you can do that in many ways. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail message anytime you want. Uh, we get a lot of them. We listen to all of them. We play back some of them on the podcast and we want you to, uh, to give us your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your contri- contributions, everything you want to do, anything you want to do, send us a voicemail, leave them now. It's wide open. Voicemail, 773-417-6948. And you can drop us an email anytime. Again, questions, comments, contributions, anything. Thoughts, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. So email us anytime you want right now, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. We read them all, and we read many of them on uh, the podcast as well. And voicemails at 773-417-6948. My thanks to Jason Skaggs, my main man who does all the sound, the music, uh, the themes to the show. And my thanks to everybody at Radio Misfits. You can check us out on radiomisfits.com along with dozens of other really awesome uh, podcasts. And take the time to rate and review us on every platform. We're available all over the internet. If you just Google the Nick D podcast, it pops up on every single platform where you get your podcasts. Take the time to give us feedback, rate and review us. And also, if you want to be a sponsor, you can advertise on our podcast right here. And we reach, you'll reach a lot of people. We have a lot of listeners on the podcast. And if you're interested, we've been getting a lot of response to this. We would love to hear from you. If you want to be a sponsor, if you want to advertise on the Nick D podcast, contact us, sales at radiomisfits.com, sales at radiomisfits.com. Okay, coming up on the show, uh, we're going to get a quick visit from uh, Dan Feinberg. Dan usually joins us every other Tuesday to talk about uh, television. He writes for uh, The Hollywood Reporter and The Fine Print, F-I-E-N, F-I-E-N, The Fine Print. Uh, We talk about TV. Well, the last time that he was on with us, we recorded our segment the day before the actual big Emmy, primetime Emmy nominations were announced. Well, we want to get his thoughts, um, you know, uh, now on, uh, you know, we predicted a little bit, we talked a little bit about him, and we want to get his thoughts on uh, the nominations that were announced uh, before he is officially on with us next Tuesday, because he is on with us every other Tuesday. But we're having a special quick bonus edition of Dan Feinberg. You know what? I mean, it's always good. Bonus Feinberg, good Feinberg, bonus Feinberg. So we got some bonus Feinberg with a quick visit with Dan to uh, talk about a little bit about the predictions that we talked about, a little bit about the Emmy nominations and the official Emmy nominations in all the major categories and his thoughts and predictions for who might win when the Emmys are handed out on September 12th. So a bonus edition of Dan Feinberg 
uh, coming up to talk about those Emmy nominations. And, of course, my great friend, Esmeralda Leon, my partner in crime, who joins me on every single episode. We got a lot of really uh, great stuff to talk about. We, uh, are gonna, we, gonna, we are going to finish our candy taste test. We have our last candy to taste test. We've been taste testing candy for a couple of months now, a bunch of episodes. My thanks to Deanna, who sent us uh, a couple of bags full of candy so that we can do these taste tests of weird-flavored or nasty, unbelievably crazy-ass candy. And we've been taste testing them now for a few months and having a great time doing it. Well, this is the last uh, of the candy. Hopefully, we'll get some more. And we love doing these weird taste tests. Uh, we're going to try and do a little bit more of that uh, on the podcast as well and do some visits to some restaurants and fast food places to eat some weird shit. So Esmeralda and I will finalize, do the final weird candy taste test where we taste candies that taste like snakes and bugs or look like snakes and bugs. Anyway, weird-ass candy wraps up today. And if you've, uh, you, know, you know of any places where, where some weird-tasting shit is happening, let us know. Uh, we would love to go out and, uh, and do some more taste testing. We love doing that, having a lot of fun doing that. Again, leave the voicemail with the weird-tasting stuff that you want to recommend to us, 773-417-6948 or nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Um, my dad's going to stop in and tell a joke because it's Tuesday. Every single Tuesday, my 80-year-old dad on the verge of 81 who works at Jewel like five nights a week and has been telling jokes since birth. He's been a part of my show at the, uh, at the, at the radio station that's turned into a car wash now. Uh, when I would, used to have a show there, he would join me every Monday morning to tell a joke live on air. And now he joins me every Tuesday on the podcast to stop by here and tell a great joke because my dad loves to tell jokes and everybody loves my dad's jokes. So my dad's going to tell a joke uh, and, uh, and more. We are also going to talk about Esmeralda and I are going to jump into um, really dumb. We're dumb. Americans are dumb. We're all a bunch of dumbasses, some more than others. I actually think that there are a lot more dummies, uh, you know, uh, in this world than there are smart people. Um, I'm one of the smart people as far as I'm concerned. But, man, you, you people are dumb. There are so many dumbasses out there. And uh, you want proof of that? We are about, we're going to talk about how stupid people are, how unbelievably dumb they can be. And we are going to actually read some very real warnings and directions and labels that are on products that are actually real because that's how stupid people are. They need these kind of like warnings and uh, directions and labels. They're ridiculous. But, you know, we're all dumb, some more than others. So uh, we're going to talk about how stupid people are. Uh, That's coming up, too. And Esmeralda and I are going to be live at the Flashback Weekend Horror Convention. It is the best horror convention in the country, and I've been to a bunch of them. It's the 20th anniversary of the Flashback Flashback Weekend Horror Convention, and I've been there since the beginning. Uh, I didn't go last year, and it was canceled in 2020 because of COVID, and I took the year off. So I'm making a triumphant return um, as host and MC and introducer and interviewer of celebrities and I'll be running around the whole weekend and I introduce Sven Gulli for the costume uh, contest on Saturday and uh, it's always a blast every year it's the best weekend of the summer definitely of the summer and probably the best weekend of the entire year for me where all the horror fans come out and have a great weekend with a bunch of stars and a bunch of celebrities and cool guests and great events and screenings and contests and all kinds of amazing things And, and a vendor room that's filled with incredible merchandise and products that you can buy that are horror and movie related. It's amazing. And the guest lineup is incredible this year, um, including, of course, Robert England, the one, the only, Freddy Krueger is going to be there. Heather Landon Camp and about seven or eight other people from the Nightmare on Elm Street series are going to be there. Uh, we've got the two stars of Night of the Comet. They're going to be there uh, live. 
Robert Carradine from the famous Carradine family. He and Don Gibb from uh, Revenge of the Nerds are going to be there and hang out. You get to take photo ops with them. Um, and uh, Alex Winter, who is Bill of Bill and Ted of the Bill and Ted movies, he's also a great di- uh, a dra- a director. He's going to be there. Um, all you can get photos with him. There's going to be a couple of Jasons and a bunch of Michael Myers are going to be there, and other actors and directors and all kinds of great stuff. It is just a big, awesome, fantastic celebration of all things horror. Mike and Mia Kerr's run flashback weekend, and it is amazing. And they do it from the heart. They love it. They treat the fans with respect. It's at the O'Hare, uh, the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. So it's at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. It is August 5th through the 7th. Um, and uh, you can check out flashbackweekend.com for the full schedule of events, all of the incredible celebrities and guests that are going to be there. Um, and I'm there the whole weekend. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm there the whole weekend. And I will be doing Q&As and introducing things and running around and saying hi to everybody. And I want everybody to come up and say hi. But the really cool thing for the first time ever we are going to be doing a live recording of the Nick D podcast in front of the crowd. And we want you to pack the place. If you can hear this right now, if you listen, if you're a regular listener or a subscriber, Esmeralda and I fully expect you all to show up and pack that place on the day that we do our live podcast, the Nick D podcast live at the flashback weekend horror convention. It'll be Saturday afternoon, August 6th time to be determined, but it is Saturday afternoon, August 6th. And uh, PJ Souls is going to be up on stage with us. She's one of the stars of the original Halloween. She's going to be up there with us. And uh, we're going to do a Q&A with her. Esmeralda and I are going to talk. We're going to have some surprise guests. Actually, Rich Coes, Sven Gulli himself, might stop by and be a guest. We're going to have surprise guests. And we're going to talk with the audience. So there's going to be microphones set up. We're going to talk about horror movies and scary things and get you involved. And it's all going to be recorded live. And it'll be part of the Radio Misfits uh, podcast network. Uh, a couple of days uh, after we uh, after we actually record it, it will be an episode. So you can be a part of an episode of this podcast. You can be on this podcast if you come out to Flashback Weekend, August 5th through the 7th. And on August 6th, that Saturday afternoon, live in the big big ballroom at the uh, Hyatt Regency O'Hare is the live event for the, po- for the podcast. So we want the Nick D fans to get out there and pack the place, be a part of the podcast. August 6th, Saturday afternoon, a live edition of the Nick D Podcast with me and Esmeralda on stage and you in the audience. So pack the place. Get your tickets now for the whole event. It's going to be amazing the whole weekend. And it'll be our very, very first live edition of the Nick D Podcast. And we want you guys to pack the joint. So April, or sorry, April, August 6th in the afternoon, Hyatt Regency O'Hare, live Nick D Podcast. Get your tickets now, flashbackweekend.com. Schedule, events, guests, all the cool stuff, hotel reservations, all of that stuff, and tickets in general. And if you want to come, please do. Uh, it is flashbackweekend.com. Get your tickets now and be at that live taping uh, of the podcast on Saturday afternoon, August 6th. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and I love Nick's show. I know you do, baby. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and yes. I love Nick's show. Yeah, you, all right. Well, here's the deal. Uh <laughs> I love Carrie Russell. Anyway, come on out. We're going to talk more about Flashback, and we're going to have some guests on the podcast. Some of the uh, some of the uh, stars from there, like PJ Souls, is going to be on the podcast. Alex Winter, Bill of Bill and Ted, he's going to be on the podcast. It's just a great event every year, and you need to come out and be there for that live podcast. Okay, all right. Uh, hey, uh, Dan Feinberg, a special bonus edition of Dan Feinberg coming up right after I tell you that it is time for congratulations. Congratulations. You're about to listen to the Nick D Podcast. It's by far the best decision you've made today. 
It makes the other podcasts seem like crap. Oh yeah, don't be a jaggle. It's bonus Feinberg. Normally we talk to Dan every other Tuesday uh, on the podcast, but um, the last time we talked, the episode actually uh, dropped on the day that the the uh, Emmys were announced, the Emmy nominations were announced, but we actually, you know, I don't want to break the, the magic here, but we taped it beforehand. But now the Emmy nominations are out, and, uh, and I wanted to sneak in an extra visit from Dan, because anytime we can talk to Dan, it's a good time. Hi, Dan. What up, Nick? How are you, sir? I'm doing okay, uh, and I don't want to try remembering all of whatever the predictions were that I made last week when we recorded before the Emmys. I know we did talk a lot predictively about the awards, but yeah. I don't really remember what we said. It <laughs> was more, you know, if this happens, then that will happen. If that happens, then this will happen kind of thing. <laughs> Not you didn't, you didn't go out like you weren't like Jimmy the Greek and said, this is going to no. happen. You know, you, you, you didn't do that. I really try to avoid being like Jimmy the Greek, really, in all possible ways. And I'm also, sorry. there's a whole young demographic of your listenership yeah. who has no clue what you're talking about. I just about. absolutely, completely dated myself and made a reference that was could be completely offensive. And I, and I just, it was the first name. This is how sick a man I am. Dan, that was the first name that popped into my I mean, I guess when it comes to when it comes to sports gambling, there is Jimmy the Greek, and you know it's not the same today. It's, yeah, exactly. It's so today you could talk about oh, it's the fan duel, whatever. But that's right. not the, the that's guy. Not fun. The guy who eats pizza, the jagoff who eats pizza, that guy. Exactly. Um, Where, so. Whereas Jimmy the Greek will always be a classic, albeit problematic yeah. in every okay. imaginable way. Absolutely. All right. Well, anyway, so the nominations came out on uh, the day that our podcast dropped. Uh, uh, our podcast dropped about 7 in the morning, and they were announced about 11.30, I believe, our time, my time here, um, or so. So, what, you know, you know the, the big nominees are out and everything for the Emmys. They will be handed out on September 12th. First of all, overall, what did you think of the nominations uh, overall? Overall, they're okay, and I, and that sort of ends up being where it is because, as always, given the proper pushing in any di- given direction, I can be outraged or infuriated by any number of things. On the other hand, you look at kind of the big categories, and a lot of the stuff that I like was nominated, and then a lot of things that I really love they didn't get nominated, so I can either focus on one or the other, depending on what mood I happen to be in at any particular moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I, you know, I, I was not surprised by some and surprised by others, I, I, I would imagine. And, and, uh, and I, there were a lot, of the, a lot of the acting categories I was a little bit disappointed by uh, and surprised by a few, but we can get into that in a second. So why don't, why don't I just uh, – uh, are there anything first? Is there anything at first that you really want to talk about first before we kind of go through some of the categories? I think that certainly we could look at the number of shows that we like to talk about on a regular weekly basis that unfortunately just got shut out entirely. So better things would be uneasy example for that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Evil would be another example. So combined 
those two shows were zero nominations. I would add Reservation Dogs as a show that I like to talk about all the time, zero nominations. And then all sorts of things with little tokeny nominations, like Pachinko got a nomination for its credit sequence, but not for anything else. So that disappoints <laughs> slash annoys me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's... It, it, Mixed, mixed bag as always, but again, I can either concentrate on the positive or I can concentrate on the negative depending on the moment. Okay. All right. Well, let me just go through. Let's go through the major categories because I definitely want to get your thoughts on them. Um, drama series, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, uh, and Yellow Jackets. Your thoughts? It's a, sol- it's a solid list. And even the things that aren't my own personal preferences. I understand how they ended up being here. I, I am not surprised to see Ozark on a list like this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm maybe not surprised exactly to see Stranger Things, but there was always the possibility that the buzz could have gone off, and so maybe it wouldn't be, but I see why it is. Yeah. But when you look at it, among the shows that are my favorite dramas on TV, Succession is one of my favorite, even if it's a comedy. It's a comedy, but that's uh, <laughs> Better Call Saul is one of my favorites. Uh, among new shows, Severance is one of my favorites. I think that Yellow Jackets was a tremendous blast of a of a sort of out of nowhere surprise, and I seeing it, it getting a. Yeah. Seeing it getting a drama series nomination is kind of cool. So there, yeah. there's a lot of stuff like that. And yeah. then I can go, okay, Ozark is ridiculous. Stranger Things is a little bit silly. Euphoria has a lot of people who are bigger fans than I am. Could yep. I find things that I want to put there instead? Things like Pachinko or a handful of other shows? Yes. But there are shows here that I like very, very much. Yeah. And so I can concentrate on that. Yeah, I'm a uh, you know I'm a huge fan of uh, of 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 all of these. I mean, Succession is my favorite out of the, out of those, even though it's a comedy. But all of them, I for some reason I had the most fun outside of Succession. Without question, Yellow Jackets was the most fun I had watching it. Euphoria, I'm with you. I like it. I really do. I love Zendaya. I love her in everything that she does. Um, but I'm not as like. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm in my 50s and I just I'm like I watch it and I'm like, all right, that's great. And and I were you as surprised as I was that Sydney uh, Sweeney got two nominations. Does that seem surprising or am I nuts? Um, I mean, it's surprising, but it doesn't seem unreasonable to me. That's how, that's how I would put it. I think that she is always game for anything on Euphoria, yeah. and yeah. I and I think that the show often fairly badly misuses her and. Yeah. I don't think that's her fault. I think it is the fault of the show. And I have many problems with the show. I have no fault problems with her at all. And the two performances she gave between that and White Lotus were both really, really good performances. They were. So I'm I'm happy to see her. And I like I like the double nomination for her because otherwise the tendency to talk about her is going to invariably be a leering thing. Yeah, of and course I it is. Yeah. I like the idea that sure you can leer, but she's a multiple Emmy nominee yeah. this year. So right. put a little respect on her I, name. I, I agree with I that. I, I agree. I mean, I like her in Euphoria, but I really love her in White Lotus. Like, I think that performance is much more interesting than than what she does in Euphoria. And I like what she does in Euphoria, but for me, there was, there's just something a little bit more layered and more clever about what she did in White Lotus. Because I think everybody in that show is great, but I really loved her in that show particularly. But- 
I think she's very good. And I think if you go back and look at earlier things that she's that she's done, whether it was Netflix's really, really good canceled much too soon, everything sucks. Yep. Or uh, her season of of Handmaid's Tale. I just think she yeah. she has gotten an under respected, underestimated whatever for very very logical reasons we are a superficial society and people will concentrate on the thing that is obvious and so her being attractive is the thing people concentrate on she's really good and i think that that this will always be something that she will have is okay well you know you can you can leer all you want but i'm a multiple emmy nominated actress thank you very much there you go uh, for uh, so, uh, do we think like Succession is the is the is the <sighs> winner? You think Succession is almost certainly the winner? I think probably enough time has passed on Squid Game that that it just doesn't have quite the buzz anymore. And yet, obviously, enough to have both gotten a nomination here and a bunch of acting nominations yeah. that didn't need to get. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Severance had a surprising depth of support. I you know wouldn't shock me there and better call Saul has the advantage of this is for the first half of the season and now the second half of the season is currently airing and it's yeah. airing a couple really really strong episodes to start the season so i think it does benefit as well but no uh, the bottom line which is going to win succession is the yeah. one that i would bet right now comedy series abbott elementary we did talk about that showing up strong and it did um the last episode uh, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ugh. Uh, Ted Lasso, and I'm thrilled here. What we do in the sh- <laughs> what we do in the shadows. I was I was shocked by that. Were you? I was not because I feel like it was nominated last time around. I think. Oh, I okay. think it was. Yeah, I think it was nominated for comedy series last time. It, it continues to. Uh, not be able, for whatever reason, to break into any of the acting categories. I, it's ridiculous. I, yeah, I don't know what to say about that, other yeah. than they're all big categories, so what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm happy, happy to see that, though uh, there are several shows that I would put ahead of it personally Mm -hmm. and so better things and reservation dogs are the two obvious ones yeah yeah yeah. uh we definitely talked about the possibility that the new season of atlanta could perplex people and i think fairly clearly (laughs) well we'll get to the acting categories as we we discussed the last time exactly (laughs) speaking of perplexing (laughs) it's but again these are a lot of a lot of the things that are screwiest were predictable um and so i'm not shocked that atlanta was left out i i'm just disappointed and so it's it's easy for me to see the things that probably could be dropped there i think marvelous mrs Maisel had its time i don't think it needs to be there i think your enthusiasm remains a kind of hit and miss thing that I don't necessarily need it to be nominated for things for agreed Uh, but you know most of the other stuff I'm, i'm perfectly chill on even if they aren't my favorite right. comedies not a so. big not a big only murders in the building guy sorry i not. i like it it's yeah. it, to me it's to me it's a good show that is that is yeah. where i put it i put it in the comfortably three stars kind is of show the, and aspects is, of it i like more is the steamroller from last year going to do it again this year hacks is that going to happen you think <sighs> well but ted lasso was actually the comedy series oh. winner last year last year yeah, there were last right. year it was a split it was the is ted lasso going to win everything and ted lasso won most things, but right. Hacks won, of course, for Gene Smart. It won also for, 
I think writing and directing. Why uh, do I why why do I keep thinking that that was the biggest winner? I I, I guess because I was happy about it. Maybe <laughs> it also it also came a little bit out of nowhere. I think yeah, that probably yeah, yeah. people figured that it really could be a Ted Lasso sweep, and so the fact that there were three major wins for Hacks on yeah, the awards night, yeah. and I and I don't I don't necessarily know what is going to win. I think there's a lot of momentum behind Abbott Elementary and the idea of honoring a broadcast show. I think yeah. there's a lot of momentum behind uh Barry and just the most recent season it had. I you know, if I had to guess, I'm guessing only murders at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh I and not like by a lot. I can see how Ted Lasso could easily win also. But right. I think I think only murders has the has the combination of large assortment of nominations, uh kind of trendy but also middle brow trendy and also new season airing currently as people are honoring the old right. so it's very much on people's minds right. so right. if you ask me to predict i am predicting only murders but maybe in two and a half weeks three weeks next time we talk ahead of the actual ceremony maybe i'll reverse it and be like yeah probably it's just gonna be ted lasso again gotcha Limited series, Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Tam, uh, Pam and uh, Tommy, and The White Lotus. Obviously, I'm behind The White Lotus on this one big time. And given the other nominees, I am as well. And yeah. <laughs> I, I think the I don't think anyone was going to have guessed exactly how much support there was for its 20 nominations. You have categories, mm-hmm. the, the supporting actress in a limited right. series movie category where it got five out of seven nominations. That's, yeah. that's pretty impressive for me. Yeah. I, f- I just find it amusing to kind of go through the uh, the cast list and be like, oh, how did how did these two people from the cast or these three people right. somehow not get nominated? Right, so, right. so um, sorry, sorry, Brittany O'Grady, sorry, Fred <laughs> Heckinger. It's you, you, you guys just didn't make the cut. Oh well. Um, let's. Uh, I want to uh, get through some of these other ones. Lead actor in a drama series: Jason Bateman, uh, Brian Cox. Uh, Lee Young-Jay, um, Bob Odenkirk, Adam Scott, and Jeremy Strong. Adam Scott, a surprise or no? Uh, surprise, yeah. Not a, not a colossal surprise. He's gotten some early recognition. To me, To me, he's just not one of my favorite parts of the show. He's kind of, he's the straight man. He's the, yeah. the centerpiece around which the fun and exciting stuff happens. Uh, but, but I like Adam Scott. I like seeing him get a little bit of respect, and I like Severance. So I can be mm-hmm. okay with it. It just would not necessarily have been my own personal preference, I guess. Right. Okay. Brian Cox going to win that, you think? Um, or Odenkirk? It's, I, it'll, it's going to be interesting to see. I think, I think uh, Lee Young-Jae has some advantages. I believe he won the the Screen Actors Guild Award, I think, so that's yeah. kind of an advantage. Yeah. Jeremy Strong, it's going to come down to how people feel about various different kind of controversial yeah. things, yeah. interviews he gave, which is yeah. a dumb thing to base He's it on. totally stupid. He's method. So what? Shut up. With Exactly. Who, who cares? With, <laughs> yeah. with, Bob, with Bob Odenkirk, there's a lot of affection, and yeah. there's a lot of affection, and a and lot of And he had a heart attack that, before, since the <laughs> yes. last time. Yes. Congratulations <laughs> for not dying is, right. is, is a real thing. <laughs> no, it and is, more, yeah. And more than that, it's down to its last two chances for him to win, this and for next year. And and I really think he deserves to win at some point for this show. So I would love to see him win. Mm-hmm. I, I feel as if probably slim advantage for Jeremy Strong at this point. But okay. uh, but mostly, as long as it's not Jason Bateman, I can make my piece <laughs> with a lot of it. Let me, let me ask you this. We might not have time to ch- jump into it. What, what What is the definition for guest uh, uh, actor and actress? Because... 
I looked at the nominees. I'm like, wait a minute. That person's a regular. That person's a regular. This person's a re- what is the What is the criteria for that? Well, which, which people caused you to shake your head in that respect? Um, let me get to support. Because it sh- get- it, it, the, rule, the rule should be less than half of the available episodes. That is, that is what the rule should be. And the fact that Emmy voters haven't been able to figure out. Okay. Oh, I see. Less than categories. half. Okay. Because I was going to say, because I'm looking at, uh, like, for instance, uh, for me, uh, Caitlin Olson's a regular on Hacks. Christopher McDonald is a regular on Hacks. You know what I mean? Like, they, um, they that's, to me, they're regulars. No, I see, mean, that's, that's totally in your mind. Because Caitlin Olson was in one episode this season, wasn't she? Was it, she was maybe she was in an episode at the end. She was in two episodes. She was barely in this season. Okay. So, All right. Well, maybe, maybe because I binged the whole thing at once. The first the first season, I, I think she was probably in enough episodes that supporting would have been where she belonged. Ditto with Christopher McDonald, who was definitely in more than half of the first season. Second half, yeah. he was in fewer. So okay, okay. But I'm just. Yeah. I guess I was looking at the thing as a whole. Uh, and yeah, you're right because that second season they were on the road the whole almost the whole uh, exact season. Exactly. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Just 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 me being a dummy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so actress in a drama. Um, where, where what are your thoughts on? Uh, uh, on that, I was very happy to see Melanie Linsky get nominated. I was I was very happy to see her. I think that she's sort of in a strange position where, like the rest of the cast, they're all really and truly closer to supporting actors than they are to lead, and that's yeah. just kind of what it is. But I was I was happy to see her there. Happy to see the the respect for her. It's a category where there really could have been a lot of alternatives because there's no reason at all why Jodie Comer and Sandra O oh both needed to be nominated again for yeah. Killing Eve. It's yeah. just onward. Yeah. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, there's no reason why Morning yep. Show should have been nominated for anything. Agree. So, you know, Laura, Laura Linney to me has done consistently great work on Ozark as much as I've disliked the show. And I wouldn't mind seeing her get a little recognition yeah. for it. And I always think that Zendaya is, is well, she's great. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And she's probably so. going to win. I would imagine she's probably going to take it. I, you know, you were, you were talking about like so many of the supporting category, female performances for yellow jackets. And I, and I love that Christina Ricci got nominated. Um, but I would really love to see Juliette Lewis get it. She was my favorite, performance uh, Melanie Linsky obviously goes beyond you know she's great because she's kind of the lead of the whole thing kind of but I really loved what Juliette Lewis did that and I'm I've, I did in that show and I'm just a huge fan of hers in general and but I know Christina Ricci had the crazier role you know she played the loony and that in the fun in the more fun role you know but I really would have liked to have seen Juliette Lewis get some recognition for uh, for that I'm I'm okay with that I think probably the the correct for me at least the correct performance was recognized just because again it is the showier of the supporting roles. And I think that Christina Ricci is both really, really funny and terrifying in that. Role. I agree. And I can, <laughs> I can, I can respect her, but that category is of course the category where I'm going to be uh, aggressively banging the drum for Racy Horn to actually finally win. Cause she at least actually finally got a nomination for the first time mm-hmm. for better call Saul, which she very much deserved, but it's yeah. a, that, that's a tough category. Cause again, Julia Gardner has won it multiple times and I don't have any problems with her winning it. Uh, except to me, Probably she was really the protagonist of the the final season of of Ozark, and she should have been nominated for lead, and that was never going to happen because no one yeah. ever no one ever moves. People very rarely move to different Emmy categories based on where they actually belong. It's kind of you start where you start and, and you, you ride the pony the whole yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lead actor in a comedy series, Don, Donald Glover. 
Uh, we talked about how weird, uh, you know, it might have been for him to get nominated, um, considering how strange the the first part of this season has been in in terms of like being an anthology series. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand it. Well, I understand it. It's it's mostly just complacency, uh, and and I don't even think that the episodes that he had in which he really was the lead feel to me like Emmy episodes, yeah. whereas completely. The Brian T. Tyree Henry in Amsterdam episode yeah, felt like I mean, it could have been a, right. you know, and he wasn't nominated at all. I thought the Lakeith Stanfield episode uh, with the with the trip to the Nigerian restaurant, I thought was yeah. absolutely an Emmy caliber episode. He wasn't nominated. I thought Zazie Beetz and the finale. Yeah, I thought finale that was without any yeah. question uh, an Emmy caliber episode. And she wasn't nominated. And yet Donald Glover was right. for lead actor in a performance that barely was even a supporting performance this Agreed. season. Agreed. Uh, Bill Hader and Barry, Nicholas Holt and the Great, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short for Only Murders, and Sudeikis for uh, Ted Lasso. Um, if I had to pick anybody out of there, for me it would be Hader. Um, you know, if if I had to if I had to vote, it would be Hader. Um, I, I feel probably as if a Steve Martin or Martin Short win feel very very possible, but yeah. also people love Bill Hader, and it's a really great performance he's just won the last two so i don't know necessarily or the last uh, two he's right. been nominated for so i don't right. know if that's going to be too many or not right right okay lead actress comedy series rachel brosnahan uh, uh quinta brunson for uh abbott elementary uh kaylee cuoco for the flight attendant which by the way i caught up on that show i really like that show and i never ever watched a full episode of that goddamn big bang thing ever <laughs> and i really like her and I like that show. Am I nuts or what? Oh, no, you're definitely not nuts. Uh, I think a lot of people, I think there was some, there was less affection for the second season for whatever reason. But I thought yeah. that without any question, her performance in the second season She's was great. every bit as good as the first. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for her. I don't see her winning in this field, right. but I, I like, I like yeah. her performance a ton and I'm happy to see her. I, you know, and I, I, I didn't mention that to you before. I just, I, cause I was, ne- I mean, I actively despise whatever I see of the Big Bang Theory. Like I, totally the only time fair. I, I can't stand it, and I don't know her from other stuff, really, because I never... Wasn't she on, like, a Nickelodeon show or one of those? Uh, she was on Eight Simple Rules, which was the oh, show Oh, Eight Simple that... Rules, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't really like... I didn't really watch that, and so, like, I didn't know much of her outside of the, you know, the, the Big Bang thing, and I really like her on that show, and I really like the show. It's one of those really, you know, like, wonderful surprises that I had. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. I got HBO Max. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is really good. So... Um, no, it's it's solid and she's fantastic. I am yeah. very happy for her. Elle Fanning for the great, uh, Issa Rae for Insecure, and Gene Smart for Hacks. Is this going to go to Gene Smart again? You think? Probably, but on the other hand, I think I think they're going to want to give Abbott Elementary something, and so mm-hmm. the question is: if, is it going to be easier to give it maybe one of the supporting actresses in a comedy award, where there are definitely options? Uh, you could either go there with Janelle James or Cheryl Lee Ralph, and you know you're not going you're not going wrong with either of those choices. Um, I, I, if I had to guess, I think actually Quinto would probably be my guess. I think she's okay. kind of the representative way of of okay. voting in that category. If I had to vote. I would vote for Elfanning, but okay, 
The L. Fanning is great. So, all right. Um, it, uh, how much of this you 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 uh, you wrote about it on the day uh, for Hollywood Reporter? Uh, have you done your podcast about it? Or, uh? We we did our we did an episode of uh, TV's Top Five, which went up on Friday, which okay. featured a lot of rambling about Emmy nominations, and so absolutely, definitely been rambling about the Emmy nominations, and then of course. We'll continue to talk about them over the next month before we actually get to the ceremony. Got it. And if people want to read all about it and see all the nominees, they can go to The Hollywood Reporter or go to The Fine Print, F-I-E-N, The Fine Print, uh, Dan Feinberg. Um, and I just wanted to get your thoughts. So we just had a little bonus Dan Feinberg, which I, which I always uh, am happy about. The best Dan Feinberg is bonus Dan Feinberg. <laughs> all right, very cool. Uh, real quickly, tease for what you're going to be talking about maybe because uh, we're, we're doing it in a week instead of two weeks. Uh, tease for next week. Oh, God, I don't know that I've necessarily watched everything that we're going to talk about in a week. So, mm -hmm. uh, but what you need to watch, did you watch the first episode of the rehearsal yet? No, I have not. Okay, so before, that's that's your homework for okay. the next time we talk in, in a week plus, is to watch, by then it'll be the first two episodes of the rehearsal. So And explain what that is very briefly that, for That us. is HBO Max, it is Nathan Fielder of Nathan For You's new mm -hmm. show, and the less you know about it going in, the better. I look forward to okay. hearing your thoughts. I will have watched both uh, episodes by the time we talk next week, and I thank you for taking and doing a little bonus Feinberg for the uh, Emmy nomination discussion. And we'll see what happens, and we'll talk about it for the next few weeks, obviously, until the ceremony on September 12th. Who's hosting? Do, uh, they have not announced yet, and it is a mystery because, as you say, it's less than a month away, and exactly. they don't have a host. There we go. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, Dan, always a pleasure. I'll talk to you in a week. Sounds good. All right, great. Thank you, Dan. Dan Feinberg, a little bonus Dan Feinberg, had to discuss those Emmy nominations, got his analysis and all kinds of cool stuff, and, uh, and we'll talk to him in a week. So uh, there you go. All right. We'll move on here on the uh, Nick D. Esmeralda. Yeah. Esmeralda Leon. Yeah. Esma. I'm talking about that Esma. Esmeralda Leon. My thanks to Dan Feinberg for uh, doing a little bonus appearance uh, for uh, the show here on the podcast. Uh, you know, um, the last time he was on, we talked about TV and we talked about what we thought was going to be nominated. And since it, the day, it was the same day that our podcast dropped that the nominations came out, it, I just wanted to have him back on, and it was fun talking to him. So I thank him for the bonus, uh, Feinberg, and he'll be back with us next week. Uh, so, um, so anyway, we got a little bonus, Feinberg, and it's always a bonus to talk to Esmeralda Leon. Hi, Esmeralda. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm all you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you know it? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> all right. So uh, we've got my dad is uh, going to tell a joke. Very coming good. up. Um, and uh, we are going to talk about how stupid people are. Because you know people mm -hmm. are really, really stupid. <laughs> um, and we've got some actual, um, some actual warnings that are on items and actual directions that are on items because people are so goddamn stupid that mm -hmm. they, they yep. need these. So we're going to talk about really, these are real. They're all real. They're not fake. And I, I'm, it's kind of bittersweet 
and a little melancholy because we're going to eat our last uh, candy from the candy yes. taste testings. So, and these are good ones. Yeah, I mean, actually, these are going like, to be Like, we know these will be delicious. They just look frightening. Right. <laughs> it is uh, gummy. It's Jelly Belly from the fantastic Jelly Belly Company. Yes. And we have... Oh, yeah, they uh, both are. And they're both from the Jelly Belly Company. And one is a big gummy jelly belly candy that looks like a rat with a nice long tail oh yeah and the other one <laughs> is a big jelly belly gummy flavored candy that is a tarantula so it's a tarantula we're gonna eat a pet rat and a pet tarantula today mm-hmm. and uh and then that'll be over now we'll have to do some other taste tests now we've talked about doing this um esmeralda like for instance uh we're gonna do a little road trip at some point to hagen's fish market yeah and then eat some fish at portage park and record it mm-hmm and so we'll do a taste test of that. So if anybody's got any things that we should taste test, send us an email. Send us a, a, a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Stuff that we want to taste test. We would love to, to, to do that. Just go someplace and record it, and we'll give you the, we'll give you the lowdown. Yeah, uh, or maybe, like, you think someplace is, like, the best something. Best food. Uh, best. We certain- will uh, uh, see for ourselves. Exactly right. <laughs> And we'll record it, and it'll be part of the uh, of the Nick D podcast. But we want to hear from you. What stuff should we taste test? Esmeralda and I. The it'll be the latest in the Esmeralda's productions. Yeah, our big production team. Uh, so uh, voicemail us with your suggestions at seven seven three four one seven six nine four eight, or email us at nickdpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, before we get to that, uh, we get we're getting closer and closer, Esmeralda. Every day it gets closer and closer to your very first flashback weekend horror convention. Yeah. It's going to be so exciting. It's going to be so fun. Um, And uh, I'm very excited about it. It is August 5th through the 7th uh, at the Hyatt Regency Mm O'Hare. And uh, we are doing uh, a a live version of this very podcast on Saturday afternoon, August 6th. And um, PJ Souls and John Michael from uh, Halloween are going to be up on stage with us from the original Halloween. PJ Souls, who is also in Carrie... Uh, stripes, uh, breaking nice. away. Yes. Uh, my God, for God's sake! Uh, rock and roll high school with the Ramones. Um, so we're, they're going to be on stage with us. We're going to have mics in the audience. So we want everybody to come down. You can meet Esmeralda, which is much more impressive than meeting me. But I'll be there too. Please. <laughs> and um, and uh, we're going to be there. We want to meet you. We want you to hang out. We want you to be a part of the podcast. It's our very very first live. Nick D podcast and we want to pack the place we want to show flashback weekend just how big and strong the Nick D fans are so we're going to have to lift weights no I'm kidding kidding. we're going to do eats of strength we're going to do squats (laughs) the whole time Um, but anyway it'll be Saturday August 6th in the afternoon at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare flashbackweekend.com get your tickets now flashbackweekend.com Come up and say hi. You'll be a part of the podcast, and then we'll hang out afterwards. And, and Esmeralda, it's going to be so much fun uh, for you and Colin. Uh, it's just going to be a great weekend. And, uh, and I'm excited to, to do our very first live podcast. That should be fun. Yeah, I'm, that's, it's very exciting to take these things out where there's a public. Because even on the radio, like, you don't know. Right. <laughs> you know? When you're on the radio, you don't know. When you're on the, you know, even this, when you're yeah, taking... We're still just talking to, yeah. to, to, noth- to you know, to right. the ether. Now, now, let's talk about you. Are, uh, you work with Brandon a lot, Weatherby. And you've done live yes. podcasts many, many times. Tell us all about yes. that podcast that you do. And by the way, I, I, I recorded something with Brandon that I 
don't know when it's going to be on. It's on his. Oh, it's. it's the, um, I believe that's through because he does a show on a radio on, on a at radio a local station. station. Yeah, terrestrial radio outside of DC. Yes. Yeah, and I recorded something with him about my favorite songs from certain years. Ditto. And I don't know when it's coming on, but I recorded it. And that yeah, was fun. I think it's like because it's every. I don't think it's every week that he does it, but every time when he does, it is a different year. So yes. I think he recorded a, a few of those to, to supplement. Right. He did that with me, too. We did about seven of them or something. Yes. Or six of them. And then he's going to sprinkle them throughout each week. Exactly. Um, but that was fun. It was fun. And, and he had to keep reminding me that it was terrestrial radio because I was like, fuck, boom, fling, flarn, and filth. You know, and he's like, <laughs> terrestrial radio. And I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself that, too, when I go on Cochran's show on LS. Yeah. Because now I'm in front of a microphone and I can say, fuck, and it's fine. And now you're- and I got headphones on, and I got a microphone, a professional microphone, and a mixer and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it looks like a radio studio. And then I get down to WLS, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, have to, I have to curb myself. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I still I, – I can swear, but for some reason it doesn't – it's not as – it doesn't come as easy as yeah. for you, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, like, this is – but, I mean, I, you know, Esmeralda, you've known me off the air for years, and you know how I talk. I mean, I – you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I am I am a connoisseur of swear words. Uh, I love them, and and uh, but I, you know actually, um, it's not difficult. Once I get down, like like I've been doing guest appearances on on kind of regularly on Steve's show. And in fact, I'm on this Friday. I'll be reviewing nice. Nope. I'll, I'll be reviewing Nope, the new Jordan Peele movie, mm. uh, which I am seeing Tuesday night. So tonight. I'm seeing it tonight, technically. Exciting. Um, so yeah, so I'm reviewing that, and we're going to talk about some other stuff as well. But whenever I'm, you know, whenever I'm actually in a professional terrestrial radio station, I can control myself. It's just that, you know, I can say fuck here because you know what? I'm in my dining room. This is my dining room. Right. I say fuck every 15 <laughs> minutes in this room. So. But anyway, so Brandon, we got a little bit sidetracked. Now you are no, you're you. For me, this will be the very first live podcast I've ever. No, I was a guest on Brandon's. No, thing. well, yeah, but we also did a little, a little thing once. Oh, we did do a podcasting. At, at, yeah, we did do that. It was part of the podcast festival. The podcast yes. festival. So and we, we did were, a little, little we did. something in there. Yeah, we did. And I was a guest on Brandon's podcast. But the podcast that I'm that we were referring to, please tell everybody about it. And when when is he is is he going to do it again in Chicago? Is he coming back at all? So it is called You Me Them Everybody. Yes. Uh, and he does. So it, it kind of has like different arms of podcasting. Yeah. Because he does. And his name, by the way, is Brandon Weatherby. We've been saying Brandon. Yes. But his name is Brandon Weatherby. Yeah. Uh, but he he does. So he lives in D.C. now. He used to live here, and we would do them probably once a month or so. Yeah. And they were live, like, late-night talk show style at a bar, uh, but was recorded for podcast. Mm -hmm. So you could come live, you could see it live, and then you could hear the podcast later. Uh, But he also interviews people just, like, without, just, like, podcast style like this, like how you've been doing it. Right. Uh, And it's not in front of an audience. But uh, so he has those essentially two ways that he was doing podcasting and he still does the live, but he does it in where he is now, which is DC. Right. And he has like a whole, you know, it's a whole different set because it's in DC. So just guest wise, he focuses more on the DC area. And when he's in Chicago, he focuses on the Chicagoland area. Mm -hmm. Um, But he hasn't, he may, I'm not sure when he's coming back. He kind of usually comes back when it's like holidays. 
Right. Well, the last one I think that was scheduled got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, we decided um, to cancel because the numbers were going up high, and yeah. he has kid. He has a kid. Right. Who and it was not it was dur- it was vaccinated it, yet? So it was during it's... that it was during that holiday period just this past year when the, when we spiked mm-hmm. COVID. It was right yeah, around the holidays. So he yeah. didn't want to he didn't want to risk it. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I don't know when the next one is. I mean, you just kind of have to. We just you know, whenever there's like a, a holiday. Yeah. So whenever there's like a big holiday, maybe Thanksgiving might be the next one. Yeah. Well, but it, but I, I do I, I do say this. I've listened to the podcast many times. You're great on it, Esmeralda. Uh, and oh, um, thank you. And you're well because you're fucking great. I wouldn't have you on my podcast every goddamn episode if you weren't great. Oh. Um. Oh. And um. <laughs> you know. And i But yeah. But you and I get along really well, and we have fun. Um, and you and Brandon have a great rapport. You guys are great. I know you guys are. You guys were friends where you hated him at first, but then I know you you you, you learn you learn to like him. And, and now he's fine. And now he's fine. <laughs> no, but you guys are fantastic together. And I and you know like before, um, I was a guest on his podcast. He was mm-hmm. a listener of my show, and I had him on yeah. my show. And this was yeah. you know, I had him on my show before you got the gig as in in traffic. So before yeah, that, oh, he was listen, doing. Can you, can you hear the? Oh boy. Uh oh. They're coming to get me. <laughs> almost. See, like when you have those kind of noises, you're almost like man on the street. Yeah, almost. You stick your head out the window and be like, there's an oh, ambulance wait, going hold, somewhere. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell. Hi, Carrie. And I love Nick's show. Yeah, I know. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell. I oh, and oh, yeah. I love Nick's show. I'm glad the. Oh, they're coming for her, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They they're they're coming because of this. I think I broke my ass. Okay. Um. So, but anyway. Uh. Uh. But no, you guys. So before I was a guest, I had Brandon on a couple mm-hmm. of times, and then when you got the gig, it was just coincidental that you you know got the gig doing traffic uh, overnights yeah. on on GN, and then I was like, oh wait a minute, you're like the co-host with Brandon, <laughs> and that worked it's out. It's always really. it's always funny. Um. Like where I've popped up in terms of just like stuff. Yeah. Like when I used to work at Hungry Brain, people would be like, oh, so, you know, what do you do? Like, do you just do this? Do you work at other bars? I'm like, no, actually, I do traffic. Right. Well, the thing <laughs> and then was, they, you know, they go on to ask and then they're like, oh, my God, that's you. <laughs> well, like, that was yes. how that was how I discovered it. One night, you know, you were doing traffic, um, you know, because at, at one point we had a full time traffic guy and something happened. I'm not going to go into <clears throat> Yeah, on the air, what happened? But we he had to leave, and mm-hmm. so for a while we did not have a full time person. We had a bunch of fill ins, and you filled in a couple of times. Yes. And one night you were filling in, and I was, and we started talking, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, I did a podcast with you," <laughs> um, and because I was a guest on You Me Them Everybody at Hungry Brain, and you were the co host, and I didn't realize it until the second night you were filling in on my show. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I did a podcast with you. Uh, I, I was a drinker at that time, so I probably had forgotten. But I was like, wait a minute. I, was, I did a podcast with you, and it was just coincidental. All this stuff was just so coincidental. But how long um, have you been a part of You, Me, Them, Everybody with Brandon? Since probably 2010. Yeah, because my episode, <laughs> the episode that I did was in 2000, I think 2012. Yeah. 2012 Somewhere, or 13. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, because I still hadn't done. I was. I still wasn't doing traffic. I don't think. No, you you, you weren't because I didn't even have full time at that time. I was oh, still okay. weekend. So then, yeah, I didn't get full time until two thousand thirteen. Um. So and I think I was just 
still doing weekends at that time. Yeah, but we've been, he's been doing it, yeah, since about, he did a couple episodes without me because at the time I was still working for Jonathan Brandmeier at The Loop. Right. And then we got canned. <laughs> right. And then he at one point was like, do you want to do this with me? <laughs> and yeah. And I was like, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're great so at then, it. Yeah. You're great at it. And so oh, let me ask you, you, you know, uh, the, the, you know, I mean, uh, you know, this was at most of them were at Hungry Brain, right? Mm-hmm. We that have a, like your... we have a couple that we did at the Whistler, mm-hmm. which is a bar here in Chicago in Logan Square. Right. We did. Uh, we did one at the Hideout once, mm-hmm. once or twice. That's cool. Uh, All right. So let me ask you. I do think you that's ha- about do you, it. But Hungry you, Brain is like the main. Do you have fun doing the live version of the podcast? What is and, and I'm, I'm assuming the dynamic is obviously a little different because you got an audience. Yeah, and then also it's just that the style of it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just up there talking. I mean, you are, but there is a um, essentially a schedule. You have guests. He does a monologue. Brandon does a monologue first, and then we kind of do a little back and forth talking. Um, for a bit, we were doing skits, like little, like you right. know, when you see uh, talk shows, they do a little yeah, like late night talk shows. Tread, they'll like, do little yeah. sketch thing. Or sure. something. Like we tried sure. to do a little bit of that, and it kind of dropped off. Um, but he has stand up. Uh, he has, has stand up, and a, yeah. Uh, and has, then he has he, the regular, like how you see at a late show. Mm-hmm. And then he has a. He'll have an artist a lot of times doing kind of like the in between playing music for us. Right. And then he'll have like an actual artist group band. Like we've had a lot. We've had somewhere. I think. I think that was on the show. I can't remember. It was a band that was just crazy loud, <laughs> and it was just like insane to have them there. Right. To try to get them all onto this tiny stage. It was just yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you. I mean, I love The Hungry Brain. Well, anyway, it's called You, Me, Them, Everybody. Yes. Um, and you can check it out. It's online. All the stuff is archived. And at some point when Brandon comes back to the Chicago area, Esmeralda will be his co-host. And um, and I would suggest that you come out and check it out because it's great. And he did ask me to be on that one that got canceled. Um, uh, so and I and I said no at the time because mm-hmm. it was at it was at the brain. Yeah, I, but now I'll do it after like being able to you know hang out at you know what I mean like being able yeah. to like 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 hang out at Chief O'Neill's and do all that stuff and stuff. Now I'm like okay because it's you know that trigger that I was worried about. Obviously, if it, if it's not going to happen when people are doing shots around me at at, at Chief O'Neill's, it's not going to happen right. at the hungry. It's not going to happen <laughs> at Hungry Brain when I'm on stage. Yeah, and you know. it's a different like Hungry Brain is now a different vibe too. Yeah, from what like we it originally was which is a bit like i always described it as like your grandparents rec room yeah it, back I, yeah. in the day like yeah. you go to someone's like basement and that's what it <laughs> yeah. looked like i used to i i love that bar man yeah. i i love now it's it. a little more they've remodeled a little bit it's a yeah. little more it looks clean like cleaner not not like it was dirty does, or anything but just does it ha- does it still a have a lot fr- less stuff on the walls <laughs> does it still have the freddy krueger pinball machine or no it does not know damn it there is no more pinball machines at the brain. Yeah, okay. sorry. Well, but anyway, I, I but I used to go there all the time because, you know, I did a lot of plays at the Viaduct uh, yeah. right around the corner. And, you know, when we were done with rehearsals or done with a play, we would go and get loaded at, at the brain. Yeah. Um, and so I, and then obviously, even if we weren't doing shows at the Viaduct, we liked the bar. So we would go there and drink. Um, but they also did like performances in addition to like hosting you and Brandon's podcast. They would do like comedy stuff and they would have bands and stuff. And and I remember we were there one night and we didn't know it and we were sitting at the bar. And as you know, Esmeralda, in order to leave Hungry Brain, 
and I don't know if this is still the case because I've not been there in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to walk past the stage to go out the front yes. door. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we got in there and we were having a great time and we were drinking. It wasn't very packed. There were a few people in there and all of a sudden like six people get up on stage and I'm like, uh-oh. And yes, it was a fucking improv show. And um, <sighs> there's, kind of n- there's kind of nothing worse than like bad improv, like really. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. And, I completely agree with and, you. Improv, and, no. And I can speak from personal experience of actually being in Brad improv in a bar, so I know from both ends. But like these people got up on stage and they were like, it was like a, it was like I don't know, it was like a Monday or a Tuesday, so it wasn't like a prime slot. And there was like nobody there. There was hardly anybody there. And they were like, hi, we're the Upchucks or whatever. You know, they had some wacky name. <laughs> of course. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, and they're, and they're about to launch into some improv. We're going to do some improv games. And they did a couple of sketches and they were taken. So they were doing improv. You know what I mean? And it was bad. Yeah. And yet I was like, okay, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a performer and I'm an actor. And be, I, there was, and, and actually, like, I think the three people I were with, we were all theater people. Hmm. And so we're like, we're not leaving. We are not going to get up. Yeah, you, I mean, you know, I walk across the fucking stage. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way where like, if I see something not great, I will still clap. Absolutely. I was taught that it doesn't matter. Don't be rude. Clap at whatever's happening. (laughs) No, 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 absolutely. And of course, I mean, you know, and and especially in that situation. Now, the other thing is if they had like a back door and we could duck out, Mm-hmm. we would have done that. You know what I mean? Like if we could, without being, but in order to leave the hungry brain, you have to walk past the stage, you know. Yeah, it's and, to the, it's like to the side. It is, but you got to walk like past it to get, to mm-hmm. get, and, and clearly if you're on stage, you can see people leaving. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it, so I was like, well, we're yes. not leaving. There's no way we're leaving. And we waited until their, their intermission, which I think was about 45 minutes, but it felt like 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> It's always it's always crazy when you walk in, yeah, and something's happening and you didn't know. I know <laughs> you're exactly. trying to get out <laughs> <laughs> because when you're walking in the state, you're behind the stage. When you walk in, you're behind the stage. Yeah, when and you're you like, walk in, and then it's just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> then you're on stage. You're virtually on stage. You're like, ah, mm-hmm. and everybody Pretty in the much. bar, can- <laughs> and yeah, they can hear you come in because the exactly. door's kind of loud. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but but yeah, getting stuck there a couple of times during bad improv and, you know, obviously I'm not gonna be a dick and leave. You know what I mean? I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Um, and so, but anyway, uh, I, but I love the brain those days and I know that they still do that kind of stuff, right? They still have. Yeah. They still have a lot of, um, it's a lot more, I would say jazz centric. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Sunday nights, Sunday nights has been a jazz night since way before i even went there yeah um but the but it's it's actually been like if you are a huge jazz person and it's more like free jazz in um i i want it's not very um how would you say avant-garde mainstream yeah it's more avant-garde there yeah. you go yeah 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 gotcha. um improvisation improvisational been, improvisational yeah, jazz it's more yeah. like yeah. that kind of stuff so it's yeah. a little like sometimes it's it's a it's like oh, I hear the beat, or it's a little more like okay. Yeah, <laughs> this That's, is interesting. That, it, it gets that way at the mill too. The mill was like that too. There were yeah. nights when you know you go to the mill and you be like, God damn man, take it easy on the sax. You're gonna blow yeah. the 
You don't like it. Yeah. Jesus. No, no, no. I've been there where I'm just like trying to I'm like I'm open-minded. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to listen to this and try to figure it out. I mean, I'm always amazed just in the sense of like they can play instruments and Yeah. Well, sounds that and the don't other thing sound about, horrific come out. The other thing about the mill that's different than than um um that's different than uh the, the well, almost any other place in the brain in mm-hmm. general is they will shush your ass. They, oh no! They, they'll shush you here. They'll shush oh, you at the oh, brain. at the brain. They do too. On oh, Sundays, good. Okay. on Sundays you will get shushed. Yeah, because there are they put like a little plastic signs on the bar that say "Shut up, don't talk." You know what I mean? Yeah. You know when when it, it, when they're doing when they're doing jazz or they're, when they're doing music at the mill, um, and then after two o'clock you can talk and you know do whatever the hell you want. Sometimes oh yeah, even, for sure. But there are times, when, especially on on nights when they have like headliners in there, it you will get you will get shushed. No, they will, absolutely. They will shush they, your ass. They will do that at the brain as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and they're very, uh, they haven't really been, I think because of the pandemic and all that, but they were a little more aggressive with the donation. Uh, sure. <laughs> walking around with donations. Yeah. They were a bit aggressive about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, but if you are into that stuff, one of the play, gin, the, the Green Mill is huge for that. But then, so is Hungry Brain. Yeah. They have been. They are lauded in jazz magazines and like yeah. we I would remember people coming in like from other countries and be like jazz jazz tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's all they could kind of tell you in English and we're just like yeah here well because they, they knew they would read about it or whatever well, and like they came to Chicago specifically to come see jazz didn't didn't Daniel Knox play there mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Knox yeah. played there a couple of months ago the guy I had mm-hmm. on the show for the David Lynch. Uh, for the David Lynch festival that he programmed at the music box. I had him yeah. on and he did a gig at the, at the, at the brain. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. I, and in the brain is a great space. It's, uh, I just, I think it's great. Um, so I'm glad that they're still doing it. Um, but yeah, the old, the old, uh, being a little more aggressive about the donation. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that was always just fun because if uh, people would walk in and just did not know what was happening, because yeah. for the most part, if you're a regular, you know, yeah. Sunday's jazz. Right. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, for people who don't know, but we've been mentioning it's the Hungry Brain. It's on Belmont, um, just east of Western. Yes, twenty. Uh, is it twenty three nineteen? I used to know it by heart. Now, I'm... yeah, but it's it's Belmont just east. It's on Belmont just east of Western, um, and it. I would say it's like yes, just east 23, of the big... twenty three nineteen West Belmont. And sometimes, okay. if you walk by, you will miss it because it doesn't yes. really look like a bar. It does not at all, which is other one of the than reasons. a neon. There's a few neon signs on there, so you'll just see Just in those. the window, in the window, but there's no hanging yeah. sign. There's just... But what's funny is there's a neon store or something, like, right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, I mean, I would always say, yeah, it's it's a little bit east of the big viaduct on Western. Well, that viaduct's gone now, right. so I can't... I can't right. Where so it's, it's Western. It's, it's east of the police station. So it's east, mm-hmm. it's just east of the police station. Uh, so, anyway. And there was that 4 o'clock bar there on... Um, uh, yeah, well, there's two there. Uh, one's uh, called Underbar. Yeah, but there was another and one. And the Blue Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, the Blue Light. Oh, my God. The nights that I spent there. <laughs> Yikes. <sighs> Even I never went to the Blue oh. Light. <laughs> Esmeralda, let, let me just say this. If there was a bar, there, if there's a bar that's been open until uh, 4 o'clock, I've probably been there at some point. Well, I'll tell you this much. What you're thinking, so the blue light that is now the blue light is not the blue light that you remember. No, no, no. It's all fancy schmancy now. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'm the talking. Because I went there once. Once. Yeah. yeah. And it was no, interesting. It was a, no, when I went there, when I used to go there, it was a shithole. It, yeah. it was a four o'clock shithole. No, I remember um, that. I remember there was like a three-legged dog there. 
Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, was Did, that see, like a regular dog? Do you, wait, wait a minute. Do you know who used to bartend there, Esmeralda? Do you know my friend Dmitry, know. Dmitry Samarov? Um, I know of him. We've had him on the podcast and stuff. Dmitry is so, a... Like, but I don't know him personally. He is... He, he drove a cab for a long time, wrote a couple of books about his adventures driving a cab. He's also yeah, an, he's yeah. an amazing portrait artist and an amazing artist in general. Um, and he hosts a couple of podcasts. And he used to bartend... At, at the blue light. At the blue light, and he actually oh. he actually illustrated a book because he w- w- a lot of his books are portraits or illustrations by him, and then a story mm-hmm. that goes along with them. You know, and it's, they're really beautiful because his artwork is great. But he has a book called Dive, and it's about the times that he was at that where he worked at the blue light. I, yeah, no, <laughs> so, I can believe he's got stories. He's yeah. got some good, yeah art that he has made from that (laughs) and that was one of those bars that was one of those bars that was only closed for like two hours you know what i mean like they would close yeah they would close they would mop out all the all the you know semen and puke and shit and they would mop it all out they would you know like spray some lysol in there and then they would open back up at seven o'clock yeah (laughs) that's rough no it is totally rough man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, uh, the Hungry Brain—that's uh, usually the home of you, me, them, everybody. A live podcast mm-hmm. that Esmeralda does with Brandon Weatherby, and you, they're all archived, and you should check it out. Um, and then, uh, so Esmeralda, you're going to be the professional at Flashback because you've done the live podcast as a host before. Oh boy! So <laughs> it's all on your shoulders at this point. Fantastic! <laughs> all right. So anyway, August sixth at uh, at the Flashback Weekend. Live uh, the Nick D podcast uh, as part of Flashback Weekend, flashbackweekend.com. Okay. So, um, you know, people are stupid, Esmeralda. We know that. Oh, yes. Especially <laughs> since we've been bartenders. We know, <laughs> we know it intimately. Well, do you remember the, we did an episode of the podcast where we talked about pet peeves, bartending mm-hmm. pet peeves. And Oof. we could have done 10 hours on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 hours. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, 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 you know, I, I was, I spent years behind the bar and I bartended at, uh, uh, uh a four o'clock joint as well. Um, yeah. I bartended at ties, um, which is sort of a legendary four o'clock joint. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dumb shit that's on display at a bar. Oof. Um, yeah. But also and in even general. Before, even before people drink, like even before they start drinking, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are just, they're just dumb. Yeah. Even before they start drinking. No, no, no. I, th- I think the majority of, the, of dumbness. I, I, I think the majority of the people in this world are idiots. That's just that's just me. And I know that yeah. might be cynical or maybe pompous of me to say, but I think most people on the planet are morons. I really yeah. do. No, agree. Agree. <laughs> so <laughs> uh but here are some I have I, I, I saw a couple of these articles where they have like and these are all real. These are real warning labels, real sort that are on real products. Because mm-hmm. they some in some cases they had to be put on there because people were stupid. Like here's a, I'll give you the right. Like here's the first one. Like uh, on a wheelbarrow, uh, they actually had to put a big warning sticker on there that said "Not intended for highway use." How I? It's just so, so specific. Well, it is, but you know why? Because <laughs> at some point, Esmeralda, you know, some dumbass Someone got was hit. Running. Got hit by a semi on the highway while oh. he was pushing, you know, a wheelbarrow down the highway. So because of that one moron, they have to put a sticker on a wheelbarrow that says, not intended for highway use. 
<laughs> it makes no sense. None. Now, you did some... you know? Yeah. Now, this is one of those, at least I think it's one of those, uh, uh, what are those, the word, what does it mean when something that you thought was something else? The opposite? So, of like, something? the Tony, so when um, they show, oh, like, the Berenstein Bears. Mm-hmm. And it's really spelled, like, people thought it was spelled a certain way, but it isn't. It's actually spelled Baron. There's not the bear. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I know what you called? mean. I don't know. The bear. I know. I know the Berenstein Bears, but I'm not sure what the origin is. That's like a. That's like a. Th- oh, it's called a Mandela effect. Oh, the Mandela effect. Yes. Of yes. Course. Yes. Okay. Where you now, think it's you think it's one thing because of like repeated. Right. Y- yes. Yes. I got gotcha. you. And you said it. You said wheelbarrow. Did you say wheelbarrow or wheelbarrow? I said wheelbarrow. Okay. Because I think up to a certain point, I was like, what? I thought it was a barrel. A barrel with an L? Wheel barrel. Yeah, I think a lot of people say that. But no, I mean, I, that's one of those things that I'm, I'm actually aware of that one. I'm probably as a kid, I said wheel barrel. Because I'm like, but isn't that? It's a barrel. It does look like one, but it's a barrow. It's B-A-R-R-O-W. It's like, one I word. I think it should be changed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like the Berenstein that to Bears. Me, that to me feels like a very Mandela effect. Like, wait a minute. Did they change it midway? Yeah. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. It's been wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah, all these years it's been wheelbarrow. Yeah, <laughs> they changed it. They 1987 changed it <laughs> to barrel because so many people. Well, I mean that's another thing that happens, Esmeralda. Here again to prove how we placate stupidity in this mm-hmm. in this world is words are added to the dictionary that aren't words because just because morons keep saying them. True, but then like, also like how are words made? Well, that's true. That's true. But like, <laughs> you know, you, do you know that irregardless is in the dictionary now? I didn't know that it wasn't a word. It's not a word. Irregardless is not a word. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, regardless. I, mean, I knew that already, but like. Regardless is the word. All the time using it. I don't know I just, who. I just thought it was a different I've never version used it. of regardless. Never used it once in my life, ever. And, and I don't know where, who, who added the ear to it. Right. Because the word is regardless. That's what well, the word is. Well, it makes is. it sound much fancier. Yeah. Irregardless. Irregardless. It when sounds I was so a, much better. Because yeah, <laughs> you know why? Because you get that extra syllable. Yeah. You, if you can make something extra syllable, you, you know, can, that's and, like. And, you know, you can really hit the ear. Yeah. Irregardless. Well, true. That's right. That's true. <laughs> irregardless. Well, it's like, it's like in radio, if you can get a couple of syllables out of word, like when Captain Whammo, my, my, you know, remember Captain Whammo? Oh, my, yes. Uh, Captain you remember Captain Whammo? Yeah. He used to have this thing where you would call up 591 whatever, you know, whatever the number is, mm-hmm. and it would be the Whammo line, and he would go, yeah, man, call up the Whammo lion. He would get two syllables <laughs> out of line. You know what I mean? Because that's what you do, man. You can get two syllables out of the word line. Why not? So... But yeah, but because of some idiot on the highway with a wheelbarrow getting hit by a truck, now that's got to be a warning for everybody. I just, I mean, that's, <laughs> and then usually I see, I'll see warnings on something and mm-hmm. they, they are oddly specific. And it's like, that means that this somebody, has happened. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like. And now they have to say, no, don't do yeah. that. Like, okay, all right, so so do you have, are there any, because we got a couple of the articles here, yeah, and I'm just so, kind of what which ones pop out at you? I mean, my favorite is, do not eat iPod Shuffle. Yeah. Why would you eat it? <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I understand, like, you can accidentally swallow it, maybe, because I these guess. iPod Shuffles were tiny as hell. They were, yeah. They were, like, little 
like a quarter, right? Yeah, but do they look appetizing? I don't think they I look appetizing. I mean, they appetizing. were in fun colors. <laughs> yeah, but... They came in fun technicolors. I don't know that I would then go, yum, <laughs> let's try to eat this. Because it's not like it's, like, so, the outside is metal or whatever. Yeah. So it's, not a, it's not even like it's you're going to chew it. It's like you're it's just a, gonna straight swallow that thing, right? It's like no, no. See, and you haven't seen it, but it's kind of like if I would make right now, if you had seen David Cronenberg's uh, Crimes of the Future just recently, mm. because like people eat like synthetic plastic and shit in that movie. Okay. <laughs> and, and so you know the iPod thing would have made sense in that movie. So you know you know uh, you know Ben from uh, from Felicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in uh, Crimes of the Future. And he does mm. some he does some pretty kinky shit in that movie. It's like, ooh, Ben, ooh, don't <laughs> don't let don't let Felicity find out about that. Uh oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, Russell, and I love yes. Nick's show. Yeah, Hi, I'm Carrie Russell. I know. And I ben love yeah, Nick's show. <laughs> <laughs> Have you asked yes, Ben what's been going on kink wise in his life? <laughs> but yeah, he eats like synthetic plastic because his body has adjusted in the movie. Like your organs have changed and shifted, and mm. you can eat you can eat plastic and artificial shit because you are evolving. Your body is evolving because it's a David Cronenberg movie. I mean, also <laughs> we are a lot plastic. You didn't know yeah. that, right? Yeah. If we're oh no, no, much, like yeah. microplastic. We eat. Yeah. Well, in this movie, the, the one of the opening scenes in the movie is a kid. Uh, sitting next to a toilet under a sink, eating uh, the plastic the the plastic garbage can and chewing on it while while uh, like drooling. There's like a whole scene of like a, cool. a like a like a five year old kid eating a garbage a plastic garbage can. It's like one of the opening scenes. Of the movie. So he's like he's like Jake, my cat. Oh, he just licks <laughs> plastic bags. Just no, no, but I this guy this, do it. He was like it's like literally him going <laughs> like crunching and and like you know like spit. He's got like. He's got like spit that helps dissolve. He's, his his body has changed a little bit because he's got mm. spit that can dissolve the plastic. Right. So he's like drooling and like, that's like the, one of the first things. He's a five year old kid chewing on a garbage can. I'm like David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg. Right. <laughs> and Ben plays his father. That's the. <laughs> I mean, Scott, Scott Speedman plays his dad. <laughs> I don't know how soon we might get there. I know. So maybe that's, you know why? Because we've had to put these warnings on shit. Because people are like, oh, I'll eat an iPad. I'll eat an iPad. Well, now we're going to eat iPads at some point. I, they're just <laughs> knife and a fork. I'm sorry, honey. I'm just, I'm really hungry. I'm going to eat the cable box. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm a little hungry. I, this one, I don't... Um, I understand, but don't understand. Okay. Is the one about the thermometer. It says the warning is once. Oh, wait, I, I see now. No, you get it. I, Come on. Now you, I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't understand that. That might be. A- no, because for a second I was like, well, if you don't ever use it rectally. <laughs> right. Once. So the warning is once used rectally, the thermometer should not be used orally. And again. This had to happen because someone stuck it up their ass and then went, oh, yeah, it's fine to stick back in my mouth. It's fine. I washed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, maybe maybe just get another one. Yeah, you don't want to stick you don't want to stick a thermometer up your ass and then put it in your mouth. That's not. I thought it was said to be a rectal thermometer, but then don't use it orally ever. Yeah. But I see. They say once you use it right. in your butt. 
because eventually, uh, you know, you like it, it was probably. And the thing is, it's probably that's probably an oral thermometer, but they had to put this warning on there because people were sticking an oral thermometer up their ass. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so making the mistake of going, oh, this is a rectal thermometer. No, it's not. It's an oral thermometer. But once you stick it up your ass, don't put it back in your mouth. Yeah, don't. Nope. <laughs> nope. Label it. Do something. Right. This is this <laughs> next one is one of my favorites, Esmeralda. You ready for this? Yeah. There's a warning label on Chipotle trucks. Did you see this one? I've I've never honestly I've never seen a Chipotle truck, but I would like to go buy one and see this. <laughs> well, apparently there. there's a warning notice on the side of all Chipotle rigs that says the drivers do not carry burritos. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to hanker in for a burrito. Well, see, that's the thing, right? Esmeralda? I mean, like, you got a big old truck full of burritos, right? <laughs> I'm guessing <laughs> I'm guessing that some, you know, somebody was like loading up, you know, like a truck driver was going in and dropping off a load for, uh, for, for Chipotle. And I didn't, I don't mean that, but like after eating Chipotle, you got to drop a load. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Uh, and I happen to like Chipotle. I'm sorry. I do. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's yeah. fine. But, uh, but so anyway, what I'm thinking is like, there's like, maybe there's a Chipotle, not very like walking distance from a bar. And you get out of a bar and you're drunk and you're hungry and you see the truck and you go, Oh, cool Chipotle! And then I guess <laughs> more than Chipotle, <laughs> more than one occasion, some drunk ass probably had like a tan in his hand and went, "Hey, give me a burrito." To the driver, and the driver's like, "Hey, jag off." I'm just, I don't have burritos in the truck. <laughs> he so has I all guess. the ingredients. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe some truck drivers, maybe they're open to their own business. Yeah, go ahead. I'll just park in a parking they, lot. You just, yeah, they go in the back. They're like, "What do you want? What do you need, man?" <laughs> <laughs> we got black market burritos black market burritos that was my, <laughs> that was my that was my traffic guy's name in college yeah man black market burrito <laughs> um okay this one i don't understand whatsoever it's a warning label on a bar of soap mm-hmm. uh use like regular soap yeah i what are now, you using it else for okay my the thing that i think i think this is a recent uh, warning label. I think this is a newer warning label. Now, now go with me on this one, because when I saw that one, I was like, what? But go with me on this as I, as I tried to think it through. And Esmeralda, you're going to have to help me, because when I think, you know, I, I'm an idiot and my brain hurts. So, so but mm. here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I think that's a relatively new one, because it's specifically on bar soap, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, it's and a I, picture of a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It says on so a bar I, of soap. I think... Because the majority of people now for many years don't really use bar soap anymore. That I think the majority of people have all their soap there is like in squirt bottles now. Yeah, and? Um, well, my, my point is that like some people who never maybe used a bar of soap are like, what is this? Oh, yeah. use it like a regular, like you would when you squeeze out soap. You know what I mean? Like... Yes, take your take your take your wash rag and get it under the water and rub the rub the bar of soap on the wash rag and then use that soapy wash rag to clean yourself. It's very much like pumping, you know, or squeezing out the liquid soap onto the wash rag. You know what I mean? Hmm. And I think people need help in that hmm. department who may have never used bar soap before because everybody now uses liquid soap. I guess. I'm just trying to figure it out. I that's think that's what like, it is. That's where like I'm just I I'm Are pretty we that sure, old. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that it's because most people, maybe young people, 
don't use bar soap and mo- I I happen to you I happen to you I prefer bar soap. And in my yeah, shower Yeah, I don't I don't I same. I don't I like, uh, I have in my shower right now if you were to go in my shower right now and I'm not kidding you, I have uh, a a big bar of Irish spring in oof. my in my bar. Then my in don't my Don't you bar, get all squeaky? Shower. Squeaky. Yeah. What do you mean from the soap? Yeah. No. I get squeaky from like Irish spring. I don't like it. Do you? I, well, Irish Spring is my preferred bar soap, but I don't if like I, it. If I don't, uh, what are you racist? I, don't. I feel squeaky. <laughs> that and zest. Oh, see, zest is my that's my second go to. No, ew. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. I wasn't aware that this was a thing. So wait yeah. a minute, you, you don't like zest, and you don't. Those are the two that I like the most. Nope. Disgusting. <laughs> wow. Do I, I smell use a dove? Okay, Dove or is or a caress. I've been using See, caress. Okay, now here. Okay, and again, we're getting back to that little thing, that, that little problem that I have, Esmeralda. That we've talked mm. about in the past. You know this, right? Oh yeah, Remember? you don't like lotion. Don't like any kind of lotion anywhere near me. So maybe that's why yeah, I like but they, zest. But they got a quarter cup of moisturizing cream in them, or milk, or whatever. Not in. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But not in Irish what Spring. Not in no, zest. No, I know. Not in, that's, that's probably why it makes me squeaky. But that's probably why I use it. <laughs> Because it doesn't, no. it, it, none. Of, that's yeah. why I don't use it. Is because Dove and all that shit. That's too like it leaves me too moist. And I don't want that. <laughs> oh gosh, how dare my skin be moisturized? I don't want that. It makes me crazy, Esmeralda. I don't want it. So that's why that's I like insanity. zest. Sanity. And that's why I like Irish Spring. Um, no. Yeah. They're gross. I can't. I can't do it. There's too much <laughs> of the f- lotiony. Too lotiony. Those Mm-mm. soaps are too damn lotiony. But I do find it refreshing that you actually use bar soap. I find that refreshing because yeah. I think most people are now squeezable soap in the in the bathroom. I um I don't use the liquid because I feel like I waste too much because I don't that's fair. know. Yeah, that's fair. Like I, I'll just keep pouring. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then I'll have so much on the on the whatever I'm using the right whatever the sheet, so when it, when sheet it knows, of washing thing whatever and the difference the difference the difference between that and shampoo is that you know how much shampoo to use because of the amount of hair you have on your head yeah i kind of have a better idea but for some reason i go just like ham on a on a squeeze bottle of body soap <laughs> yeah when I shower at my parents' house, when if I if I spend the night over at my folks' house because I, I spend every weekend over there, mm. and sometimes I'll spend the night uh, or spend time over there, and sometimes I'll spend the night. They have the squeezable soap, ah. and sometimes I'll just and sometimes I'll just go. I'll be like, oh shit! I, I put like a half a pound of it on it because <laughs> <laughs> I like my Irish Spring, man. And so, what do they use? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, do, no, no, you know what it is? It's Dove. It's the squeezable Dove. Well, then what? And I don't like when it. When you use... Okay, fine. I don't like it. Fine. I don't want that shit. I don't I want my Moist, skin... You don't want I want my skin dry. I want my skin dry and flaky. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. So uh, that's the only reason that I could think of why it used, like, regular soap. I think that's the only way is because people – there are some young people who don't know what bar soap is. Mm -hmm. That would just be me. Okay, how about this one? Uh, A warning label on takeout coffee on a cup is avoid pouring on crotch area. I mean, they don't want any more lawsuits. lawsuits. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, like, don't think about it. Don't even think about well, it. And We're the not going to pay is, you like, money. 
No, I mean, like you remember, there were at least two lawsuits. Like one, one of them was McDonald's, where this woman's settlement was like a like half a million dollars or something. Because yeah, she, like they straight. I remember reading about it like recently. They like she got like third degree crazy yeah. burns. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's why they got to put that it's hot. Right. But that was like it was like stupidly hot. Yeah. Like they just I, made it so hot for right. no reason. Yeah, uh, but I always like I you know until I read about the injury itself when I first heard about it I'm like fuck yeah. you coffee's yeah, no, hot same. you know what I mean coffee's hot asshole you know same but then I was like oh my god no I, I remember <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> hotter Yikes. than the surface of the sun was this coffee <laughs> right. um, all right uh, you know what my favorite one of my favorite lines in Clerks by the way by the way have you seen the trailer for Clerks three I have not it's so good it looks so goddamn good. Um, when, what is it? What is the, the fan expo thing that was out like three weeks ago? The, it was the fan expo thing. Yeah. Yes. They've changed the name. Um, the guys from clerks were, were going to yeah. be there. Not just, uh, no, Don, Dante was there. Kevin, what's his yeah. face? No, not Kevin. Kevin Smith was there for one day, but the other guys were there for three days. Yeah. Uh, but Dante, I showed Colin and Dante and Jeff. The so, other guy. Yeah. He was so excited more about Dante and that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Than Kevin Smith. Well, they're the really stars. They're really the stars of the movie. You know what I mean? It like just those cracks two guys. Me up. I'm like Kevin Smith, nothing. And I know this a lot dude. of people. A lot of people. Do you like uh, Clerks too? Did you like Clerks too? Uh, it was fine. I love. I, I remember too. watching it once, and that yeah. was that. <laughs> I love Clerks too. I love Clerks too, and I know a lot of people hate it. And the third one, I saw the trailer for the third one. I was beside myself, and it and they and he's making it even more personal because Dante has a heart attack in it. Oh. Because Kevin Smith had a heart attack, and so it's mm. it's he kind of put his own like personal story, <laughs> yeah, into it. I think it looks great. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of it. But one of my favorite moments in Clerks, and uh, Ezreal, uh you worked. Have you ever worked? Uh, you've worked retail, right? Uh yeah, yeah, in a form or another. Okay. Have you ever worked in a grocery store or anything like that? Or not that a grocery of? store? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I was well, at uh, Bath and Body Works. Oh, okay. <laughs> Funny. Enough. Well. In a in and I worked at a grocery store and for um for many for a few years I was manager of the dairy department at the Jewels, and so there's that sequence in uh, Clerks where they show the uh, the customers that you hate like that montage mm-hmm. of the customers that you hate and one of them is the guy who has to check every egg to make sure it's perfect before oh, he wow. takes the perfect dozen. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you grab a dozen eggs and then you look to see if each one is cracked and you'll mix and match and put the best ones into one container. Uh, okay. No, people I do mean, that. No, no people... I've seen, I mean, I've been guilty of like, if there's a cracked one and they're all good, I'll switch out the crack. Cause I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to go to waste. No, exactly. I'm the same switch way. I do the same one. thing, but there are people <laughs> who want the best, most perfect egg. Right. And, and so in, in the movie, there's a guy who comes in and examines each egg with like a microscope mm-hmm. and puts, oh, you know, boy. and so that's the joke is like, I mean, they exaggerated in the movie, but that's true. Right. There are people who will check every single egg in a dozen and go through different cartons until they've compiled the best eggs from five different cartons and take that dozen. Yikes. That's real. That's a lot of work for 12 eggs. It absolutely <laughs> is a lot of work for 12 <laughs> eggs. And, and I used to just stand there and watch them. I'm like, you asshole, you know, and then. There is the what they what they call the milk maiden, which is the person who takes off, who takes every single gallon of milk off the shelf, mm. and looks for that one with the date that's five months away. You know what I mean? Like there's that one magical, uh, you know, the cart, or carton of milk or a gallon of milk 
that's due, that's uh, expiration date is three weeks later than everybody everything else. Yeah, and no, they will I literally to, they will literally the take. Yeah, there you go. They would they would report in their little notes. It'd be like we need the 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 farthest one away. Right. And then sometimes they didn't really have. I was like, this one's like only a week. Sorry. Well, the thing got. is, it's like if if <laughs> if you're a lazy uh, you know dairy department worker, you're not rotating mm-hmm. your milk. You're supposed to rotate. Old up front, new in the back. Yes. And people know uh, that. FIFO. Is that what it, yeah, that's what it is. First right? in, FIFO. first out. That's exactly right. And so people, <laughs> people, customers know that. And so they will take off all the ones up front and dig all the way into the back for the freshest, yeah. you know, yep. milk. And so that's something that they do constantly. But my favorite one in, in clerks, after they show the milkmaiden and the egg guy and all that stuff, is the guy who just walks up <laughs> with a cup of coffee. You know, this is connected to what we were just talking about. Do you remember this guy? He walks up and screams into the camera, who's supposed to be Dante, you know, because it's mm-hmm. his point of view. He has a cup of coffee, walks up and goes, what do you mean you don't have any ice? You mean I got to drink this coffee hot? <laughs> <laughs> That's like my, favorite, like my favorite line. And sums up everything about idiots, you know what I mean, who, who shop. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean I got to drink this coffee hot? <laughs> Uh, all right. Any other warning signs that, that stand out for you? Uh, I enjoy. Let's do one more. Let's do well, one the, more. the on the jet ski, the the warning label of never use a lit match or open flame to check fuel level. Now, what do you? Wh- <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think I would think to do that. Well, no. Just I mean, in general, why is you it just, know, like why why am I gonna? And why is it just on a jet ski? You know why? Because one idiot. <laughs> With a jet ski, did it specifically with a jet ski? They had a lighter. That's all they could do. How it can was dark. Morons. Such so <laughs> stupid. Oh. And, and there are tons more of these that prove that people are dumb. But oh, why yeah. don't we? Why don't we do our final candy taste test? Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. And we know that these are going to be good because it's Jelly Belly. These are going to be tasty. It's just that they're kind of they're scary looking. Yeah. And they're jelly, so it makes it even. At least to me, like the rat one, is kind of like. Ooky, yeah. Because rats, rats got little bellies and stuff. They do. So they're like squishy. And he's a, and both of them, both of them, like the cartoon picture, mm-hmm. like they're both kind of goofy looking. Like they're all smiley and like, they look oh, like hi. they're, on, they look like they're on acid, don't they? Like hey, especially, the, doesn't the rat look like he's on some sort of yeah. stimulant? Well, again, he's offering up. He's like, hey, eat me. Yeah. All right. Ew. This what are you is going gross. to first? What are you going to first? I open the rat. Okay. Ew. This what's is kind of. Ew. Is it, what's, the, what's the matter? They're just. Is it the texture? Because they're gooey. So then, like, and it's like a full, oh. like a oh, big yeah. old rat. It's a huge rat with a tail oh, and everything. God. And he does have a he does have a moist kind of slimy little thing happening. Yeah. I mean, I know that it's not real in any way, but yeah. still, ew. And then so you're it's been out. sitting. It has. It's been sitting in my house for a couple of where months. <laughs> it's like warm. Right, so I know. Me I'm too. Sh- me too. Oh. It's <laughs> you know what this reminds me of because of the long tail? You know those sticky hands? Yes, that's exactly that what you, you throw at the wall. You throw against the wall. That's exactly what it reminds me of, too. All right, I'm going to take a bite. Let me see. Look at this. <laughs> Did you throw it at the wall? No, I just hit it in my hand. Oh. Ew. Well, oh, got it. Oh, shit. It's so gooey. It's cherry. I got it. <coughs> oh, it's cherry. <coughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> oh, it is. Does it say? Oh, God. It says. I think it's just fruit. No, it's just cherry. 
Mine just says fruit. Oh, I didn't notice. There's a whole. Yeah. There's a whole thing. Oh, look, there's fun facts about rats on it. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see here. A rat can last longer without water than a camel. Great. <laughs> terrible to hear. There's a I'll terrible. Down, I'll go down. I'll go down to the dumpsters in my uh, in my courtyard back here and, and relay the message to those dudes. Oh, uh, rats can hold their breath for three minutes and can I tread did, water for three days. I did know that. I knew that there was Jesus. like they were massively uh, good at surviving in water. I knew that was a thing. This is so gross. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to. Okay, I'm not going to uh, eat the tarantula because it looks Wait, exactly. Honey. It looks exactly like. Oh, the, here. Would you like me to? Or here, I'll taste it. Yeah, taste it because. Well, let me know if it's cherry or not because I'll taste it if it's not cherry because I. I think. I can't do the cherry thing. Oh, this one also has fun facts. Hmm. Oh Wait, yeah, I'm looking at this? that. What is this? Oh, I didn't see this part. There's a hole. Hold on. It's on the rat. Oh, it's on the rat one too. Care and handling instructions. Oh, right of of your of your pet. Oh, this is <laughs> handling. Don't be afraid to hold your pet rat. It's been trained not to bite. Oh, uh, your pet rat has a very thin coat of oil to keep it shiny and uh, from getting that's, sticky. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is disgusting. All right. Uh, how gross. Well, taste, um, the, taste the tarantula for me. Yeah, so all of these, it says that they come in cherry, orange, and grape flavors. So this okay. one might be. What does he say about the tarantula? Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip that one. I'm going to skip this that one. This one might be. Oh, this one seems a little. Oh, God. <laughs> is it slimy? Yeah, it's no, slimy, it's just that it? it's legs. It's You know what it is? It's the legs. It's the legs bit that's really getting me. Oh, Oh. <laughs> I'll give you asthma. Oh, I'll sounds give like you asthma. Sounds like Technicolor. Mm. I I put it up to the light and it's like yellow and there's a little orange. I'm holding it up. I I, I haven't opened this one because I don't want it to be flavored. This one smells. Cherry. This one might not be all cherry. It smells yeah. like lime. Wait, let me try it then. It kind of smells like pine salt, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. Which. Smells like lime sometimes. So this, yeah, it smells like. Smell it. It smells like pine salt. It's not. It's not cherry. I know that. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's not cherry. It's like a mix of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. But that other one was definitely cherry. So. All right. So, well, it's not bad. I mean, it tastes like Jelly Belly. Yeah. Well, here's it, some fun facts about tarantulas. Oh, okay. God. Um, Jesus. Tarantulas can grow to a length of 11 inches and can live to be more than 35 years old. Jesus Christ. Great to hear. Although tarantulas aren't like spiders, right? They're bigger you know and I mean? furrier like, and they can kill you. Tarantulas. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you you don't just find one, at least here. Oh, no, they don't. Like, no, tarantulas, they're not going to be in your tub. You know what I mean? Like, You're unless not gonna... <laughs> we live in, in Australia. Or no, something. yeah, exactly. Unless you, you know, yeah. By the way, one of the reasons why I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, everything can kill you in Australia. Everything. They got way too many giant bugs. They have way everything. Too many is, bugs. Everything in Australia is big, and it will kill you. Yeah. No thanks. So, uh, hey, some uh, of the largest tarantulas have been yeah. known to eat frogs and lizards. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about them eating my friend frogs. Yikes. I Jesus. like frogs. Frightening. All right. Uh oh. <laughs> 
Oh, it's my dad. Hi, I'm oh. Carrie Russell, and oh, wait, I Carrie, love Carrie. Nick's Carrie. show. All right, okay. Throw well, the rat at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to throw a rat. God, man. We just keep abusing <laughs> Carrie Russell every week even more. God. She's, She's never, never gonna to, ever to gonna come us. on this podcast. She's <laughs> never gonna come on this podcast. Okay. Um, all right. My dad likes to tell jokes. Are you ready for uh, a little bit of yeah, this? Absolutely. Oh, it's the best part of the week, baby. It's time to hear something funny. Here we go with your music intro. Ah! It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. Nick's dad tells a joke. Yeah. What I say? Yeah. It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. It's a jokey, jokey, jokey time. Yeah. Nick's dad tell a joke. Oh, yes! Here we go! Yeah. So my dad uh, tells jokes. Uh, uh-huh. He's been doing it his uh-huh. whole life, and he stops by every Tuesday to tell a joke. Okay, Dad, what the hell? What did the insurance man say to Adam and Eve? He said, I can see you're not covered. Don't. <laughs> Oh, man. That was jokey, jokey, jokey time. It was a jokey, jokey, jokey time. Uh, Nick's dad told a joke. That was a good one. That was a strong one. Yeah, I enjoyed I that I got to say, that was that was good. All right. Well, he'll do it again. Uh, he will do it again um, uh, next week. Uh, all right, Dad. This see you later. This is still freaking me out. <laughs> you, hold on. See you later. Hi, I'm Hi. Carrie Russell, and Hi, I Carrie. love Nick's show. I love you too, Carrie. Okay. <laughs> what happened there? Did you throw a rat at her? <laughs> tried you tried to throw a rat at her oh (laughs) god damn it nick wasn't me really thick yeah they're too thick yeah you chew on those if you've got fillings you might lose them by the way if you're it's really well because these again have been sitting in not a dry cool place before we get out of here i would say that the best one and i and i can't remember the, the 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 brand name the best, by far my favorite, and we liked a bunch of them, but by far mm-hmm. my favorite was the Mexican Salsa Getty. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, Lucas. Oh, God, that was good. That was mm-hmm. so, so Esmeralda, you know what? For, for We need to, here's what we'll do. We'll, why don't we go and load up on some Mexican candy and then taste test that stuff? Yeah, because you're going to, um, <clears throat> some are interesting because they'll be like spicy. Because yeah. that one wasn't, was that spicy? Well, the dip was. The dip was it, so was, it was a little spicy. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. They have some that are just interesting. Again, there's the lime. It's just lime and salt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I loved as a kid. Right. I like I like savory. So that mm-hmm. was really nice. Well, we'll go. We'll we'll load up on some Mexican candy. We'll 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 start taste testing that then. That sounds good. All right, cool. Okay. I'm almost all eating right. all this rat. Uh, hey, be a sp- I'm just eating all this rat. There you go. There's out of context <laughs> for you. Uh, hey, be a sponsor on our podcast. Advertise with us. Lots of people listen. Uh, it'll be good for you. Contact us if you want to be a sponsor or get some ads. Sales at RadioMisfits.com. Be a part of the Nick D Podcast. Voicemail, 773-417-6948. Email, NickDPodcast at gmail.com. My thanks to Jason Skaggs. My thanks to Dan Feinberg from The Hollywood Reporter for doing a bonus edition to talk about the Emmy nominations. And again, one more time, August 5th through the 7th, the Flashback Weekend Horror Convention at the uh, uh, Hyatt Regency at O'Hare. A live version of the Nick D Podcast, co-hosted by me and Esmeralda, will be live August 6th on that Saturday afternoon. So make sure you come out, flashbackweekend.com, and check out all of the podcasts at radiomisfits.com. Esmeralda, thank you. 
Thank you. And thanks to everybody else, and we will talk to you again on Friday. Eric Childress, Steve Procopi will be here, and we will review uh, Jordan Peele's new horror film, Nope. (laughs) Nice. We'll do that. That's coming up then, and uh, until then, have a great one, okay? Thanks, everybody.